and welcome to the Mostly Normal Gamers podcast. Oh. My name is Gabe Fall. I am joined by Sim Game Shane Pavlik. Howdy, howdy. And mostly initials AJ ID. Hello. How's everybody How's doing today? Oh, pretty doing well. Doing good. Feeling good. I'm ready to talk about video games with you guys because the rest of the world is on fire. <laughs> just to be honest dear listeners this is the third week that we've been dealing with some semi semi-formal lockdown issues uh we've been inside for a while shane hasn't left his house in a long time <laughs> um, 16 days ish maybe 17 i've lost track uh, yeah <laughs> uh so we're gonna try to keep the energy up for you but of course in these dark times, we can all just kind of group together and understand what we're all going through. Because we're all going through the exact same thing. And it, it's frustrating and it can be hard. But let's just keep a smile on the face. Keep chugging through. We'll all get through it. We'll, we'll be fine. It's just going to take a long time. That being said, this is the Most Normal Gamers podcast, episode number 41. If you want to get in contact with us, you want to be a part of the conversation, you can reach us on Twitter at MNGamersPodcast. Or if you want to send us an email, go ahead and send us an email to MNGamersPodcast at gmail.com. We do, <laughs> we do have a website in the works right now, MostlyNormalGamers.com uh, should be up sometime soon i'm sure we'll make a big announcement about it don't worry about it it might be up right now yeah Probably yeah <laughs> i know that john think shout out to john for putting a lot of work in um i know he's been working for probably over a month now so we'll be excited to announce that officially uh well i guess maybe we should let john do it officially whenever it is official <laughs> yeah absolutely hell yeah i also just want to give a shout out shout out to john because john is a doctor of pharmacy. He works in a hospital, uh, and he's kind of on the front lines of uh, working on curing people and getting people the medication that they need to get through all of this. So we just want to thank him formally. I know he's not here tonight. We want to support that, of course. We want to support him in all of his efforts against, or as he fights for humanity in the hospital floors. So thank you, John. In all seriousness, when you listen to this episode before it goes up, I hope you, I hope you hear this and you're grateful to us for thanking you. Go, uh, John, we're go John, go John, go John, <laughs> and everybody else in the medical field. <laughs> I'm so used to booing John, this doesn't feel right. <laughs> <laughs> it's I know okay. we do have a we do have a couple of listeners who are working in the medical field, and we want to thank you as well uh, for continuing. To help humanity survive. Moving Thanks. on, let's talk about what we've been playing. Shane, I want to start with you. You've been in your house. You've been playing your Switch. You've been playing your PS4. What have you been playing? I have. Um, well, mostly I've been playing Dad. Uh, <laughs> and let me yeah. tell you, that is exhausting to be a. Uh, stay-at-home parent and I want to give props to anybody uh, that does that on the regular um, because it is exhausting and challenging Um, and so finding ways to entertain Selma is fun but tiring Um, and so in my free time uh, I've been playing Animal Crossing and it is the perfect uh, game to socialize to do things and see things change and kind of roam around a world and craft things and build uh, i've really been enjoying my time in animal crossing and i've created some outfits um, i've made the uber hippie uh, as my character <laughs> uh, i created my own tie-dye ish shirt uh and nice yeah i'm wearing these like short cut off jeans 
uh, and then I have animal tracks on my face that look like dirt. Um, and I'm just like running around, uh, planning things, building things. Uh, it's great. I'm really enjoying it. Uh, so that's probably the game I've actually, no, no, actually that's not true. Um, uh, so I've played that a lot, but the game I've played most is actually Call of Duty Modern Warfare, uh, specifically the Spec Ops. Uh, so me and three of my friends from Pittsburgh have been getting on pretty much nightly for about a week now, uh, and doing nice. the spec ops. Dude, that shit is fun. I, you know, I liked all of the other components of the game I've been playing, but, uh, the spec ops are really fucking cool and challenging. We beat our first mission last night where we achieved the success uh, stats and everything. Uh, it was super cool. We were, uh, I stayed up way too late um, doing it. It was, I don't know, maybe midnight-ish, which is way beyond whenever I'm usually going to bed, especially when I get up at 6 a.m. So, but we won and it was a blast. And yeah, what uh, what about you? What do you guys have been playing? Gabe, what about you? Um, I have not been playing a lot because I am trying to pack up my house and fix up my house to get it ready to sell to move somewhere closer to work and closer to family and that sort of thing. So I've been playing the moving game. I do, however, want to talk about a couple of games that I am excited to be playing. And the first one, Shane, you reminded me of when you said that you were being the stay-at-home parent type. And there's a game... <laughs> Oh, think of the children. Uh, what? I just, <laughs> Somebody! <yeah. laughs> I have not heard of this game. It's called Think of the Children, and what it is is it's a couch co-op game for up to four players, and basically what you're trying to do is wrangle cats um, <laughs> in the form of children. It's These children are running around, and they're getting themselves in trouble in different ways. Um, so you got a couple of different like settings. One of them in particular is a backyard barbecue where you have a pool and a busy street right on either side of this thing. There's also a bush of poisonous berries and a grill and knives just out on this table. And you, you're playing as the adult. You need to try to get all of these children to not kill themselves. Wow. By, they could kill themselves by falling into a pool or running out into the street, or grabbing a knife off the table, <laughs> or tipping the grill over onto themselves. Like, all these crazy things. So, that's something that I'm thinking about playing. Game, I'm really I, gotta, I, gotta, about I gotta pause you on that one. Uh, yeah. Isn't that just too much like real life? <laughs> it is It It is a little bit. And I'm afraid that, like, I'm gonna start this game and be like, this is too much right now. But just like, okay, the other week, start up The Division. Couldn't play the division because it's too real. This parenting yeah. simulator might be the same thing. <laughs> yeah, uh, indeed. The next game also uh, that I'm excited to play is called Moving Out. And this is a game about moving, something that I'm doing right now. Uh, but it is kind of in the same style of Overcooked. In it's a cooperative game where people are trying to, uh, two to four people are trying to unpack a house or an apartment or an office building or something into a truck. So you need to get all of these items in the apartment or the office or whatever out of there into a truck. And you can throw them through windows. You can throw them through everything else. Um, in just ways that you can work or, or work together and cooperatively get all of these things out of the apartment. Um, it looks like it's a lot of fun. As far as I know, it's coming to all platforms. It'll be out on April 28th. So I'm super excited to be playing that. Hopefully by then all my moving will be done and it'll all be like a big joke and it'll all be like, oh, yeah, I remember that. That was hilarious. It was so much fun when we were doing that. Um, <laughs> or again, that might also be might also be too real. Yeah. The, their base is, what if it, what if you get <laughs> traumatized? I might. I might get traumatized and then I don't know what I'm going to do. I'll just, I'll just play Star Wars again. I don't know. <laughs> AJ, what are you playing? I have been playing a little bit of Modern Warfare off and on, but pretty much solely Animal Crossing, and I've been having a blast with it. I caught my string fish right before the end of March, which is a fish that won't be back in the Northern Hemisphere until December, 
So if you didn't catch it in March, Shane, I think you're kind of SOL. I don't know if there's other ways around it. There probably is with, like, the time-traveling cheater business, but... Um, yeah, I'm not going to mess with that. Yeah, I don't <laughs> yeah. know <laughs> how that works. Because, well, you're switching the internal clock on your switch back and forth is how, like, people are doing it yeah. or whatever to, to make it think that it's the next week or whatever. Anyways, I've been having a blast with it, man. I've been using it as a good way to hang out with people during this whole social distancing and quarantine. I don't. I, I, I almost called it a fiasco, but it's a world pandemic. <laughs> a little yeah. bit more than a fiasco. But, um, man, it's at Nick score Spick. She's let me on her island Titsburg a bunch of times. Um, there's some great photos on my Twitter of like I think there was five of us in the same game, all doing poses under like the flag of Titsburg, and it's just been yeah. so much fun. <laughs> yeah, it's been it's been so much fun and at times a little stressful. Like there was an hour left in the clock of me to catch that fish, the string fish, but I caught it in time, so I was pretty happy about that. And, oh, shout, shout out to, like, Mark Scholl, at Graphic Mark, the guy who made our Twitter banner and stuff. He made this awesome rocker hat, and was and you're able to, like, share your design. So, Shane, once you get the clothing shop, you can share me your tie-dyed shirt. Sweet. And, yeah, so he shared this rocker hat design that he made, and it's awesome. So I like that a lot. Nice. Now, is this a game that I'm going to have to buy a Switch for? Because when I first saw it, like, the first big Nintendo Direct that featured all Animal Crossing, like, af- right after that, immediately after that, I went to <laughs> Target, and I really, 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 really almost pushed the buy button. Is this something that I'm going to need to do? I mean, I don't know if you need to buy a Switch for it, to be quite honest with you. It's perfect for what I'm doing going around and fishing and picking up stuff but i mean there are times where you're like what am i doing and you have to wait until the next day for things to happen sometimes um so really it it depends on what you're in the mood for game wise i will say this i've never been part of like such like a cultural phenomenon as this game Uh, it kind of reminds me a little bit of like the pokemon go thing i but i just wasn't a part of it because I never played Pokemon Go at the very beginning. But it's the same situation where, like, everybody on my Twitter, like, every, all everybody I follow is sharing photos of themselves playing this game. I know, Shane, like, you mentioned earlier you are playing it. Like, you've been to my island. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've sent you a couple gifts and stuff now that we're Nook friends. It's just so awesome, because, like, once you yeah. go to someone's island, then you can, like, add them as a best friend. So then they're, like, your friend on your little Nook phone, and you can, like, send them mail and stuff. It's it's so awesome. (laughs) Yeah, and so, like, I feel like this game is perfect for the world that we live in right now. Um, Because Uh it's a game designed to be social and to craft and to explore. uh, And there's no preference is done unless you put it on yourself like the fish you're talking about i i honestly give zero fucks i'm not paying attention to any of the like when things go out i'm like if i catch you cool if i don't cool yeah um, i'm just kind of like floating in the world uh like watering my plants doing some fishing uh cutting down some trees planting flowers getting the things i need and kind of having a very uh laissez-faire like i enjoy this world and it is a nice break from everything that's happening it's super lighthearted, um and i like the fact that it takes an entire day to go through uh, you know like when you're building places like you have to wait till the next day till it's there i think that's cool so uh i agree with what you're saying aj that I don't know if you need to buy a switch for this game gabe um however it is a a good game and it is really good for right now considering you're moving right now probably wouldn't be the best game for you to pick up <laughs> yeah it, it, it's yeah. also a game that takes a while to do things like i mean you could pick it up just go cop like chop a couple trees that's fine 
but there are certain aspects to it that get really almost, I'd say, yeah, tedious to the point where it's a grind where you need these iron nuggets to make your shop. And if you don't know that, I think Shane and I were talking about it. Like if you don't know to use your nook miles to like buy the tickets and then fly to the desert Island to like chop up rocks, you don't, you'll never find them. You'll never, there's like, two rocks on your island a day or something, or at least mine. Maybe I got, like, a bad rock island. There's never fucking rocks on my island. <laughs> I had three, yeah. and I broke one of them. <laughs> See, I didn't know that once you broke them, they didn't come back. And that's another thing. Like, if you eat fruit, you get stronger. So, like, if you eat fruit, your shovel will, like, shovel up a tree, and you can carry it with you. But it will also break a rock. But if you don't eat the fruit and you're like completely weak and you like chop the rock i swear more things come out of it and it doesn't break so it's like weird shit like that um that you discover is really cool but also kind of frustrating when you already need to wait a day to get your shop like if you don't get it done by midnight then you have another 24 hours to wait for your shop (laughs) Oh, geez. Yeah, dude. No, that was the exact situation that I had where I was like, hey, man, do you happen to have any of those iron nuggets? You're like, no, man, I have like two. I was like, yeah, because I need. Uh, they, there's another thing that you need like 15 for later. Yeah. I think the campsite or something like that. OK, so yeah, so I, you know, I had just bought that and I had like three iron nuggets. I'm like, dude, these are <laughs> fucking valuable. <laughs> but yeah. now I have like 10 of them. So if you need them now, I could probably help you out. So yeah, like, no, no, I'm good now because <laughs> I just kept making trips to. Uh, the island, you know, with those getting yeah. those nook miles and like just, you know, there's usually a good bit of rocks on there, so just fuck them up, uh, get the iron, and I was like, oh okay, but I was like, I had no idea that existed. I was like, whenever they were like, you have this free pass, like go to this, I was like, what, what is this gonna do? Like, uh, yeah, you know, like why would I ever use this? And I was just like, wait, I'm just gonna see what this is, like you know, and I was like, wait, are you fucking kidding me? Why didn't they express that this was more important than uh, they did? So there was yeah. one other really cool thing I wanted to talk about, and it was it's the residents. And at first I thought they were kind of pointless, but like the more time I spend on the island, like the more time, I, the more I realize is that they actually have like input and value to like your island to the point where they'll like pay attention to what's going on. Like they can, like I had a Dutchie 86 come onto my island and hang out for a bit. Um, and she was, like, shaking some trees because she needed branches for a fishing rod or something like that. And, like, the next day, one of my island residents came up to me and was like, hey, you remember Dutchie from, like, her island, like, Bong, whatever, I forgot the name of her island. Uh, she, when she was here, she was running around the island shaking every tree. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, ratted her out. (laughs) That's hilarious. Yeah, and I was like, oh, my God. So I sent Dutchie a message on Twitter, like, hey, heard you were shaking my trees. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, the pink alligator with the heart on her nose, like, told me that you were shaking every tree. (laughs) That's so good. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it is really cool things like that about the game. Uh, and there's so many people playing it right now that even like news sources like CNN are writing articles about uh, how Animal Crossing is this uh, you know f- global phenomenon right now. It's, it is pretty cool. It's true. And that brings us right into our news section. News! News, news! And with that perfect transition, we're going to go into an article from Kutaku written by Ari Notis called The Do's and Don'ts of Visiting Friends in Animal Crossing. Yeah! And some of these, I feel like, could just be, like, rules for life. <laughs> <laughs> um, the first rule that they put is put down the phone. And I think that's a good rule for dinner. It also, in Animal Crossing, if there's, like, somebody trying to come onto the island, if you are on your phone, they can't load in. So it's, like, end your conversation, so you have to, like, quick back out. Otherwise, if you don't get off your phone soon enough, like, the other person trying to load in has to, like, research for the island and then come in. Uh. 
Yep. <laughs> so that can be obviously a tedious problem reloading all the time. The next one is don't go into buildings at the same time. Um, I feel like that makes sense for real life too. Cause like imagine two people just converging. Shane, can you see me on the, <laughs> I can. Boom! It's, it's, a visual, it's a visual joke. <laughs> AJ is making a, he's, he's putting his hands together yeah. in a converging fashion. This is wonderful um, audio content. Yeah, it is great. <laughs> um, the next rule is don't be a bully. And I think this is a good one for obvious reasons for real life because bullies suck. And it leads me to a story that I saw on Twitter. Uh, Joey Noel from Kind of Funny Games. Her and some friends were tweeting, and I saw that Joey and somebody had went and filled this girl's entire beach with holes. Like, together, because, like, once you're a best friend with somebody, you can dig holes on their beach, or you can dig holes and like, whatever, chop trees and stuff. Well, they filled her entire beach with holes, and then went over to her, like, bulletin board and, like, posted... Like, FYI, your beach has holes. <laughs> what the hell? What the hell? Why I did they do that? I don't know, but it's going to take <laughs> us so long to fill all the holes. <laughs> well, don't the holes automatically fill the next day? I don't know if they do or not. Do they? Yeah. They do on mine, at least. You know, if I, wonder... I leave a hole, it, it fills up the next day. Okay, well, so... that makes it better. But at least for a day, like, man, that beach would be, like, inaccessible. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a, that's a dick move. Why would somebody do that? I don't know. And I also, uh, in this article, um, he, they write about how they ran over somebody's flowers until they gave him a shovel. Like, basically, like... Is it extortion? Yeah, it basically extorted a shovel. Like, I'm going to keep smashing your flowers if you don't give me this. Oh, my God. What the fuck? Yeah. So don't be a bully when people invite you to their islands. especially Or if you're just a, in life. Yeah, or in life. Especially if you're best friends because they can like, actually change shit. <laughs> um, and then up. there's only three left, so they'll be real quick. Um, the next one is plan ahead. Shane, I think you're the expert at this. That's that's important. You gotta have a plan. <laughs> right now, I'm working on uh, changing my uh, flower patterns and setting it up so once I eventually have sidewalk uh, sidewalks in my town, uh, the flowers are right there, and it's gonna be a simple replanting process. So mm-hmm. my town looks beautiful. I like it. I can't wait to see it. Well, when I come, I will plan ahead. And bring you gifts and make sure that I have my own shovel <laughs> and some clothes maybe to like change into for photos and stuff. Because uh, the, nice. side note, the photos are fucking fun in this game. Uh, that's my favorite part is just going to people's islands and taking photos. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, well, there's two, but the last one's kind of like for everything. So I'll say like the last one is ask before you take and this is where I call out Dutchie for shaking all my damn trees. I never gave you permission to shake those trees. And if I never would have known if it wasn't for a uh, pink alligator whose name I don't remember. That's actually really <laughs> fucking cool that that's yeah. a component built into the game. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> and then uh, the very last rule is watch your Wi-Fi, uh, which – basically is for all games but if your wi- if your wi-fi gets cut out when you're in a game with people it will like restart it for everyone and like all of your sales that you have done like for example sarah and i were basically going back and forth between islands and filling up with fruit and then selling them to each other because we have different fruit and one of the times sarah was selling fruit on my island i hit my home button without thinking and it like completely undid like a hundred thousand dollars worth of apple purchases she was doing and you can only buy five at a time at two thousand dollars so it takes yeah so it takes you like 20 minutes to do or probably like 10 minutes to do these like purchases and it fucked her over like seven minutes in and she's like all right i'm taking a break (laughs) yeah um and that's it the article, uh, I guess we have to give one more shout-out because it's such a good article to Ari Nottis at Kotaku. Go give them a click. 
The next thing that I wanted to talk about in the news here is Nintendo had a mini direct, they called it, uh, where they announced a couple of games. They gave some dates for things. Uh, They announced the new Smash character as being one of the characters from ARMS. Hey, did you guys specify which one? (laughs) I'm sorry, but I have to bring this up. Because yeah. I am one and two all time in competitive Switch play. Yes. Yes. Right. AJ, AJ is clear. a pro gamer. That I have won a match. Yes. Yes. <laughs> He's a professional gamer. He plays fighting games, particularly <laughs> Smash Brothers Ultimate. But he could probably beat you in melee too. So don't you know? Don't come at him. Um. <laughs> so they added a character. They added an arms character. They didn't say who it was. And that'll be coming out later in the year as part of the second round of five fighters that they're putting in. It'll be a sixth fighter that they're adding to the game. Um, In other news, news I think that pertains to us, two classic Star Wars games are coming to the Nintendo Switch. The first being Star Wars Jedi Knight Jedi, Jedi Academy, which is a fine game. The second is one of Shane Pavlik's favorite Star Wars games. Star Wars Episode One Racer is coming to the Switch. Uh, I don't think they gave an exact date, but it's coming, and it'll be exciting. Shane, are you going to play it? Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe if I find it on sale. Um, I had such a... I enjoyed it, you know, as a child, so I, I guess it was a little bit older than a child, but younger than I am today. Maybe and the game actually is terrible um or maybe i'd pick it up and it'd be good we'll, we'll see i probably wouldn't get it f- you know it's not something like i need to have it in my life but if i pick it up uh, i'll let you know perfect perfect i know we're excited about that that's really I don't know. That's all I cared about in the nintendo direct <laughs> there was a whole lot of other stuff coming the jedi academy one like I almost purchased it, but it looks just a little bit outdated. And and if they had a demo, I would be much more likely to buy it. But then I guess maybe not. So that's probably why they don't have one. I don't yeah, know. it's uh, I have it. It was on the original Xbox. I'm just looking up a date here. Yeah, it came out in 2003. So it's it's outdated for sure. <laughs> um, and I'm is it sure like a, they... is it like a remastered version or something like that? No. Okay. No. It's it's just that game. I mean, I'm sure the the Switch has better power than uh, the original Xbox mm-hmm. or the GameCube or whatever else. It, uh, the PlayStation Three, no two at that point. Um, I'm sure it does. Like the Switch has upgrade options for it, but nothing beyond what the code of the game is. Yeah, so. and it had that multiplayer mode. I think online versus or something that maybe added some players or something but i don't know it doesn't make me want to buy it <laughs> i love the idea though of like being a jedi and and picking my own stats and upgrading them it's just such an awesome concept yeah 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 i haven't played that game since it was on original xbox i'll have to play it soon because again i have it in my library it's just sitting there because the games is gold a while ago so i would like to jump back into it at some point. Speaking of games with gold, Xbox games with gold were announced for April 2020. Some of these are available right now. On Xbox One, they have Project Cars 2, which is a fantastic uh, racing simulator. If you're into racing simulators, Project Cars is really top-notch. Um, and also Knights of Pen and Paper bundle, which includes Knights of Pen and Paper 1 and Knights of Pen and Paper 2. So that'll be out April 16th to May 15th. It'll be for free for holders of Xbox Live Gold and Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. Also, on the Xbox 360, which both of these titles are backwards compatible, so you can play them on the Xbox One, Fable Anniversary is available April 1st to April 15th. Uh, That's a classic RPG. It really gets into um, the choices that you make and kind of what those how those change the story, and then how those change the outcomes. Um, so that's really fun. Toy Box Turbo is another... Is that the game that yep. had the... Did you guys play that game? 
My wife played it. She okay. really this, liked it. This might be a worthless interruption then, because like I was trying to figure out if if it's that the game that had the dog that would like look different if you were good or bad. I think it was, but uh, email us and let us know. Yeah, mngamerspodcast at gmail dot com or mngamerspodcast at Twitter. Just go ahead and let us know. Second game is Toy Box. Oh, I'll also ask Alyssa and see if she remembers. Yeah, do it. Uh, the other game is Toy Box Turbo. April six is available April 16th to April 30th. It is a little racing game uh, where you race toy cars around. It looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, those are the Xbox games. Nothing too too exciting, except for Fable. And Project Cars 2, I would say, is very exciting, to me at least. Uh, PlayStation has a whole other world that they're releasing. Uncharted 4, A Thief's End, is a PlayStation Plus game for April. So that's available right now. If you go to the PSN, you can download that if you're a PS Plus member. And Dirt Rally 2.0 is also another game that's available um, for PS Plus members. So Correction. Uncharted 4. It's available Tuesday. Oh, it's available yeah. Tuesday. Tuesday, yep. I'm that. super stoked about both of those because both of those are games I would buy, and I haven't bought either of them, so it's perfect. Oh, man, you haven't played uh, Uncharted 4? No, I was super late to the Uncharted series. I was... To the point where the first time I played an Uncharted game was the, like, trilogy. I forgot what the name of the actual, like, pack was, but, like, the 1, 2, and 3 came all in the same thing. Sure, yeah. A Nathan Drake collection. Exactly, yeah. I bought that on sale from GameStop during one of those, like, buy two used get them. It was, like, $10 or something like that. Nice. For all three Uncharted. And I played... Straight through the first one, straight through the second one, and the third one, and then I quit playing and I've never played <laughs> an Uncharted game since because I just like put too much into my body at once. <laughs> so you got to get through I, the uh, third one and then download four and give us a review of Uncharted. I'm 4. thinking about just watching a video, like a YouTube video for the third one. Because I know that I just have to climb things and then shoot things, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> so I'll just watch the story for the third one and then play the fourth one. <laughs> yeah. I played Uncharted 2 and Uncharted 3, and I loved them both, but I wasn't binging them. I uh, took my time and yeah. played them, and I thought they were brilliant. And then when I got my PlayStation 4, I made it about halfway through uh uncharted 4 but never finished it um i probably will go back eventually just so i know how that story ends because i thought it was really good i I, you know i don't know if i I will though uh the uncharted series is really good the graphics are incredible i think the storytelling is really good it's compelling uh i as you were saying like just climbing and shooting waves of people just gets old after a while And it's like, how many times can Nathan Drake be in a situation where the worst possible thing could happen to him, uh, and then he finds a way to get out of it? Yeah. (laughs) There is a a bit of a puzzle aspect to the climbing, but only to the point where you just have to, like, press every direction on the button pad (laughs) until one works. Yeah, you know, it has puzzle elements, but I certainly wouldn't call it a puzzle game. Uh, and as somebody that likes some puzzle games, I found the Uncharted puzzles to be pretty simple. So, What about Dirt Rally? When I was a kid, I played so much of this one rally game to the point where there's like certain 90s rock songs that give me flashbacks to like 90s nice. like <laughs> Dirt Rally race car driving. That's awesome. I, uh, I, yeah, I don't, I've never played a Dirt uh, racing game uh, ever. I'm not particularly excited about this, but I'm, you know, I'm willing to give it a shot. It's one of those ones, you know, like uh, the Dirt Bike game that came out. I've had memories of playing Dirt Bike games as a kid, um, but I like racing on dirt so far more than any other style of racing. So once I, uh, once it comes out, I'll take a look at it and actually watch the trailer for it and make a game day decision if I'm going to download it or not. Word. 
Yeah, I like those racing games quite a bit, especially those rally games. Um, WRC six is really fun. I've played a bit of that. Uh, that's same thing. Driving around in the dirt. It's my favorite thing to do in like Forza games. And like, yeah, so much fun. <laughs> so much room. That's it about news this week. Not a lot of news going on. Everything's canceled and everybody's working from home. So there's, there's not a lot to talk about news-wise. But we do have a listener right then. And this, this is really, really exciting. It's a really good question. Hot X Dam. That's H-O-T-X-D-A-M-N. All Hot caps. Dam. Hot, Hot Dam. Hot Dam. Writes in and asks, Is gaming going to make a more concerted effort to go green, given the energy demands of new consoles and larger screens. Shane Pavlik, I know that you have previously... You're pro- you're one of the people that turns off their PS4 completely. It doesn't let it... doesn't let you use any energy when it's just sitting on the shelf, not doing anything, and you're not playing it. What do you think about this question? I think it's a great question. <laughs> if, if we're talking about just the question in general so uh hot damn thanks for sending it in i, I think it's oh, cool that you're thinking about that kind of stuff um now my answer is i don't think that they are going to make a more concerted effort uh to do that i feel the way that you know you make environmentally conscious decisions in a world like we live in is more consumer driven and the people are still going to buy the consoles and the games whether they are made extremely environmentally friendly or if they're not so the companies have no real incentive to make them more eco-conscious um you know unless it's one of their own passions and i don't see any sustainability mission statements in any of the companies that are creating games um, you know, they might take some small steps, you know, um, having some solar panels uh, or windmill farms that are providing the energy to keep the servers running. But will it be actually enough to have an impact on climate change? I, I would say not unless they're mandated by the government or us as gamers say we're not going to fucking buy this shit unless you're taking care of the Internet or not the Internet, uh, the environment. Um, so. That's my view. Gabe, what, what are your thoughts? Uh, so I've got, I got a lot of thoughts about it. Um, when Mark Cerny was giving his talk, uh, his GDC talk that Sony had put out on the on YouTube a while ago, um, or on the PlayStation blog, he had mentioned that the PlayStation 5 will be one of the least energy-consuming consoles on the market, or at least in recent years. And... That's a good thing for the most part, especially I think when it comes to going green and when it comes to the environment. I think that's a good thing that those are that is consuming less energy in the end user's home. Um, Microsoft, on the other hand, has is putting more power into their console constantly than PlayStation is. The idea is that the PlayStation Five will have a variable. Um, power usage so when the game needs it to use more power it will ramp up and it will use more power when when the xbox needs more power it's just gonna be using the top end all the time um so i can never say the playstation will be the greener console of choice or it will be the console of choice that you are going to be that will draw less energy from your home that, makes um, me laugh. that sentence makes me laugh. What? The, <laughs> that the PlayStation will be greener. That, yeah, and the Xbox will not be as green. Yeah, as that makes me laugh. Um, <laughs> there, a couple, there are a couple of things that we need to consider here, especially when we're talking about new consoles being green. Um, and I delved into this just a little bit as well to see what... With the with the whole virus thing, I wanted to make sure that I wanted to make sure for my sake um, that consoles are still going to be produced this year. So I did a little bit of digging as far as where consoles are produced and where they're shipping from 
to get to the end users, the majority of which I would say would be in the United States and Europe and possibly Japan. But for us here in the United States, in order to get a console, we need to have it shipped over from China, which takes an enormous amount of energy to get that created in China where the regulations on corporate, or I should say manufacturing pollution and manufacturing uh, emissions are much less stringent than they are here in the United States um, or other countries. So to have them produced there is not very green. To ship them over to the end users all across the world is not very green. I think when you have them plugged into your house, I think that might be some of the least amount of energy that they'd be consuming. To, exactly. To, to, <laughs> compare that, to compare that to something like cars, I think, are a really good example. Um, to buy a brand new Toyota Prius was the equivalent and even less, or I'm saying, I'm sorry, even more carbon positive than buying a brand new Hummer if you lived in the United States. Simply because Hummers were all manufactured in the United States using materials that were drawn from the United States and all of that, the Prius was made in or was assembled in Japan. The parts were made in China. The steel came from Germany and the ore for that steel came from Brazil. So the amount of shipping that needs to be done all around the world would leave your Prius with a higher carbon footprint when you drove it off the lot than a Hummer (laughs) would have in its entire lifetime. I'm not saying go out and buy Hummers because that's not the answer, right? Uh, I think the answer is to and the answer to a lot of these things and what what I try to do with my life is to buy as many used things as you can. You know, if it's used and it's in good condition just and you're okay with it, not even if you're okay with it, just do it. Because if you buy things that are used, they're already to you. You're not you're not shipping that anywhere. It's already been used by someone else. They've gotten as much enjoyment out of it as they possibly can. And you're you're recycling, really. And I think that's that's a big thing. If we're gonna, you know, do the the three reduce, reuse, recycle, we need we need to get to those first two, reducing and reusing, before we get to recycling. So I'm a big fan of trying to reuse as many things as possible. When it comes to video game consoles, though, I mean, especially in November, it's gonna be really tough for me to not buy the new console, even though I know that it's being shipped from China. Fair enough. However, Xbox does have a history of um, building consoles in Mexico, which is still greener than China, for at least us who live in the United States. I, uh, I also think that, and this is more on the consumer side, not on the developer side, um, but I think as you know, people that play and buy games, we should stop buying actual discs. And I, I know the collectors out there uh, are freaking out, but that's creating waste. And eventually whether it's by the time you die and nobody else wants it, that's going to end up in a landfill. You know, we should really just be buying digital um, because we have that technology, which is pretty fucking cool. Um, And that's not creating an actual product that is going to need to be destroyed one day. Um, I buy as much digital as possible. I would say 98% of my games are digital. Um, So, that's my final thought on that. I think the companies are doing a good job of um, making that an option and moving towards that direction. Yep, I'm I'm right there with you too, Shane. Plus, then you don't have to get up to change your game. It's so good. <laughs> That's honestly like why I started buying more things. Like, I love the environment and I love the planet and everything like that. But like, honestly, if I could just like sit my ass down and not get up when I have to change my game, like, it's so nice. I kind of like I kind of like the pre-download too, like what like seeing it on my mm-hmm. if it's a PlayStation game at least, seeing it up there on my dashboard and it being like three days, forty-seven or whatever. I don't know yeah. how num- I don't know how numbers work. <laughs> three days, fourteen hours, twenty-seven minutes until ready. It's such hype, such it's so hype. Yeah, yeah. No, AJ, I'm the same. I love seeing that too, uh, and just being like, hell yeah. And then being in the central time, we always get it at 11. Mm-hmm. Uh, and being like, fuck yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a huge fan of that. Speaking of things I'm a fan of, what about this mostly normal question we have, Gabe? Yeah, yeah. So you guys talked a lot about Animal Crossing today. We're going to keep it on the Animal Crossing theme. If you found a deserted island and were to make a society there and you get to make the first rule, what rule are you making and why? AJ, what's your first rule? Oh, I'm going first? Well, I actually had a bit of trouble thinking of an answer for this question, so I started asking some of the people in, like, the random PlayStation parties I end up in throughout, like, the days, you know? Nice. <laughs> and one, a couple of them I can't repeat. The one that stood out to me the most, which I'm going to steal, was uh, my friend Gaimon said. He said that the golden rule would be the first rule he would make, which is, you know, um, treat others how you would like to be treated. And I thought that was so noble because I dropped the question out of nowhere and he said that and I was like, oh, you just earned a little bit more of my love. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. That's such a good answer. Um, So I'm totally stealing that. I think the golden rule is a perfect answer. But otherwise, if I was going the other way, I would be choosing... AJ gets the final word on all decisions. And I would be a just and fair ruler. Sounds like a dictatorship. I'm not coming <laughs> to your island again. Babe. Hey, what if my answer to all of your things are yes? <laughs> yes to public education. Should we spread yes. coronavirus? No. But yes, we should <laughs> give health care to everyone on the island. <laughs> Everyone on my healthcare. Sometimes my knows island the right gets answer. <laughs> I'm not. I'll move to your island. I'm not saying I'm saying yes to everything. <laughs> Just some important things like healthcare. Uh, that's awesome. Should we have a democracy? I don't know. Not if I'm ruling. <laughs> Shane, what's your rule? Uh, the first rule of Fight Club is you don't talk about Fight Club. You don't talk about the island? <laughs> Secret island. I like that, actually. No, I'm just kidding. Number one uh, rule is don't talk about the island. <laughs> so, I, you know, this world we're living in <laughs> right now, I think the first rule is wash your hands. Do things that aren't going to spread viruses. Um, and then when we get out of that world, Let's hang out and have a good time. And I'd create an island that we're just drinking and hanging out and being merry, uh, doing whatever we can do as humans and enjoying real social interaction again without garbage. That, that's it. Nice. Gabe, you. Uh, I'm going to go with your rules a little bit, Shane. And I'm going to say no handshaking or high fives on the island. Headbutt. Headbutt, yep. Headbutts. Yeah. <laughs> Headbutts are on the mouth kisses only. <laughs> and if you're really feeling yeah. it, open mouth kisses are allowed too. Uh, open mouth <laughs> kissing only. But no handshakes uh, and high fives. But yeah. No handshakes and high fives. Uh, no, 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 no. What, what, um, what I want to say is I like the foot thing that people are doing, where you just like go up and like tap a foot, you know. Oh, yeah, have, like the inside of your feet together like yeah. i think i think that's so cool and i think that's like the way that we should like all formal business meetings should begin by everybody going around and just like tapping their feet together all right dude i got a counter argument to that thought all right all right so my counter argument is say you foot tap somebody and they have coronavirus then you bend down your uh, you're tying your shoe, and now you have it on your hand. Then you have something fall into your eye, uh, and then you put it in your eye uh, before you wash your hands. The foot tap still is breaking the uh, social distance. Oh no! <laughs> okay, so new rule: everybody lives on different corners of the island, <laughs> and you can only interact each- with each other through Animal Crossing. <laughs> there you go. So you gotta like you gotta play on your your 
but you Real can island see each on a digital island. You can see each other though in the distance, like standing there on their switch. Yeah, everyone just like you could just look over and see your neighbors like sitting on the beach with their switch, waving to each other. <laughs> that's awesome. All right, that's that's my new rule. I like it. Good stuff. If you, dear listener, want to write in with your rule, the first rule that you would make on a desert island, you can reach us at mngamerspodcast at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter at mngamerspodcast. While you're there, drop us a like, subscribe to our tweets, follow us, and if you haven't already, subscribe to this podcast. And also, because we know that you loved all of the content that we gave you today, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a thumbs up wherever you can do it. Wherever you can leave us a review or a rating, just go ahead and do that and give us the highest ones because we know that you love us. No, not to sound cocky or anything like that, but it really helps us get in front of other people and really helps us grow the show and our community. So we really want to hear more about that. Right Actually, if you're bored during this quarantine, make some fake email addresses. Leave some five-star reviews. No yeah. one will ever know. Yeah. You can make like 10 of them in like 15 minutes. It's really <laughs> easy to make a Gmail account, guys. <laughs> uh, so go ahead. Go ahead, do all that. Follow us, like us, do all of those things. AJ, where can people find you if they're looking for you out in the world? You can find me at AJ underscore ID. That's E-I-D-E. And I would like to mention my girlfriend and I just adopted a two-year-old Boston Terrier puppy. Name. Well, oh, my I mean, God! She's not a puppy. She's two, but she acts like a puppy named Cece. And there will be plenty of photos of her coming once again, that's at AJ underscore ID on Twitter. Give me a follow. Yeah, yeah CC. <laughs> Shane, where can people find you? You can find me at SimGameShane all day, every day, forever. Amen. So say we all. <laughs> and to you. <laughs> None you shall can... pass. <laughs> <laughs> You can find me at Gabe Fall pretty much everywhere on Twitter, on Instagram, on Xbox, on PlayStation, wherever you want to follow me. In a dumpster. And wherever else. In between your couch cushions. <laughs> I heard COVID uh, doesn't live in dumpsters. You know, it, it's a missed it opportunity. Does not, it, uh, yeah, yeah, for COVID, <laughs> yeah. It's great down here. <laughs> <laughs> Good uh, stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. This has been episode 41. Bye. Bye. See you. <laughs>